Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Changeling the Lost in Grove or Green. I'm the executive producer here at Final Show Films, John, and we are in the middle of our 24-hour entertainment gauntlet as we continue down the path of insanity and regret uh, with How long have you Changeling been up now? the Lost. I've only been up for no longer than I normally have, been 12 hours. Um, All right. We got 12 more to go. And 12 more to go, at which point I've been up for 24 hours, but then I've got three more hours after that because (laughs) the stream started at 10, not when I woke up. So, uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, we're here, and I turn it over to our storyteller for the evening, Jack. Hey, guys, I'm Jack. I'm the storyteller for In Grove or Green, our Changing the Lost Chronicle set in Baltimore. And to introduce our fantastic cast of characters, we are going to start with William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Phaedra Flanagan, Ogre Gristlegrinder. Mara. I'm Mara, and I'm playing Liss Wizened Oracle. Raphael. Hi, I'm Raphael. I'm going to be playing the role of Neofly, the Darkling Nightsinger. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Lark, the Beast Winwing. John. I'm John, and I'm playing Nero, the fi- the Elemental Fireheart. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Gale, the fairest flowering dancer. Absolutely. And having just escaped from the hedge, we are bringing the story back to Baltimore. So. Welcome once again, my loves, to tonight's broadcast of Radio Free Fay here in Charm City, the crown of the Chesapeake. Baltimore is still seeing a surprising influx of new arrivals, so be careful out there. Changelings stumbling out of the hedge might need help, but trust isn't earned quickly. Keep your weapon hand and your pledge hand ready. Those autumn people are still watching the gates for us best they can, though, so if you see any of them skulking out today, toss them a spare goblin fruit for me. In the meantime, this is DJ Utzel, bringing you the best the real can offer to help you face the coming morn. So you guys have made landfall uh, near a hedge gate that opens along the Canton waterfront. First thing you heard was a voice saying, well, what have we here as somebody racked what sounds a whole, whole lot like a 12-gauge round into a shotgun? Before you stands a woman with pale skin, holding a sawed-off pump uh, pointed down into the side. You can see some faint webbing visible between her fingers. She has sopping hair that's swept back over and away from her forehead, revealing some lightly scaled temples and amphibian-like modeling along her neck. There's also a pair of deep lines running down either side of her throat, with each breath flaring open to reveal scarlet tissue inside. And as your guys barge bumps against the dock where she's standing, you notice that the boards that make this thing up and the pitch that kept it sealed are starting to fragment and splinter. It wasn't meant you're to exist some, outside the Feywild. <laughs> you're seeing some bubbling water, dark and brackish, beginning to leak inside. And she's just kind of looking at you, eyebrows raised. And you can see across her face a little bit, despite her very uh, changeling-esque and weird saturated uh, visage, there's a hint of fairer skin. Simple blonde hair pulled back in a, in a ponytail. And if you look at her sideways, you can almost 
it's kind of like one of those hologram cards where depending on the angle, you can see through her mask. But if you turn your head just the right angle, you can actually see the mask mostly take over as well to where she almost looks like a normal person. Um, and she's just watching I just as your boat is sinking. Gail will stand presentably, instantly. It's always polite to introduce yourself to me. I'm Gail. Pleasure. I don't believe I caught your name. Call me Gilly. She holds out a hand to you. Gail will return it. And she'll yank you up onto the dock. Uh, Phage begins hauling people onto the dock. As gracefully as possible. Give me a dexterity in athletics, then. Um, Can I count this as an expressive one? If you're trying to make a good impression, sure. Yeah, that is the goal. All right. I will try to help Liz get up first. Since we were both back at the, uh, the end of the tiller. Um, and then I will try to pull myself up with one arm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to help. Phage is helping you get off the dock. <laughs> get off the ship. I'm a, I'm no a, modifiers, I'm assuming. Uh, nope. Not a, well, I'll give you plus one because she's, uh, oh. she's giving you a hand. Oops. I didn't. I forgot the plus one. Should I roll again or? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Um. Yeah, so Neofly is helping Lark get off, and then he's going to get off. Four successes. All right, so yeah, Gail, with a very graceful half-bound, you hop onto the dock about good five, six feet away from anywhere where you might be in danger of tipping into the, the harbor. Gilly gives you a kind of a vaguely appraising look and a nod, and then turns back to check everybody else as they're coming in. As I get up, on, uh, as I get up on the side, I sort of groan and lay on my back. Uh, and that's what you get for getting in the way of gunfire. I believe it was actually an explosion of a device, but he yes. also got in the way of their guns. It was an explosion and gunfire. Yeah. Where are we? There's just a crew of you guys, aren't there? Yeah. We're in Canton. I mean, you've made it out of the hedge, looks like. Is this... Were you guys on a jaunt, or is this your first time back in a while? Define a while. (laughs) (sighs) Fine. Did you leave the city earlier under your own power and go into the hedge, or are you guys escapees? No. That second one's probably more accurate. Okay, then. We just made it out. Well, fantastic. So where y'all from? Or don't you remember? Can't really recall. I'm kind of hurting, so brain's not working all that well right now. There was snow and it was cold. Uh, We need to get him fixed. I point at Nero. <laughs> She'll give you a once-over real quick. What is her medicine rating actually currently? Got a cigarette? I'll, I call. I ask. If you have it. any tools, I can fix them myself. But I try nope. and just stuff dirt in his stop from bleeding everywhere, and it didn't work very well. well. My car will hold three of you. 
but I'll see what we can maybe arrange. Names? Nero. Page. Mark. Bliss. Uh-huh. He doesn't talk. Fly. Silence. Okay. Well, that makes as much sense as anything, I guess. Um, but yeah. Yeah, she's only got a chance to die for medicine, so. <laughs> well. I mean, are you, are you actively bleeding? Yeah. No, not so much anymore. I there, think I there stopped. Was, there Did was, I stop most of it? You stopped the bleeding. There was and... dirt shoved in the wounds, and then my shoulder <laughs> how, was wrapped. <laughs> how many? How many? How many times did you downgrade your lethal to bashing? How many uh, fruits did you I take? I have three bashing and two lethal. Okay. At this point, no, one took... of those bashing has gone away. Okay. Would that be true for me as well? Because at one point I took one bashing from. Then yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember what. So I got two bashing, bashing generally, right? Two bashing, bashing generally two heals. Yeah. So she'll prod you a little bit. Mm. Well, looks like a good night's rest and maybe some bandages is probably all you'll need, but yeah. Are you bringing anything with you? Anything dangerous? I look over at the boat. (laughs) At this point, it's pretty much, it's broken into, honestly, fairly large chunks of driftwood. What happened to the ingots? There was stuff on there, right? No, we dumped all the ingots on the Okay, we had dumped all of them off? Yep, the ingots had all dumped, yep. Okay. You do still have your shovel, however. I do. I hang on to my uh, shovel. And the chisel and the hammer. You still have those. Mm -hmm. I hang on to those. (laughs) Yeah, well. I don't don't think they're dangerous. (laughs) So I like looking looking at the at the the, the now destroyed uh, raft, lay my head back down. <laughs> nope. Well, we can probably at least get you some food and a bed for the night, and then we'll figure things out tomorrow, I guess. Uh, yep, yeah, that'd be good. I could really go for some food, actually. Now that you mention that. Oh, like now, now? Okay. Um, Please. She kind of takes a look around and then, all right, um, tell you what, follow me. And she'll walk down the dock back towards, uh, back towards the street. I will clamber back to my feet and stiffly walk after. I'd try and help you, but I'm how, not very how, good at it. How, how long does my enhanced health last, by the way, for my blessing? Um, I think a scene. Okay, so it's so probably gone, probably by, gone now. by now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. um, as as we're leaving, I don't know exactly what's going on. And I want to make sure we're not following some person who's going to bring us right back where we started. So I'd like to use my Panamancy. Okay. What method are you using for fortune telling at this point? So Liss uh, looks at bright lights and then closes her eyes. Um, 
and looks at the the like the patterns you get in the blood vessels as they go past. Oh, for after image. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, the after image. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of staring at you. You're not, you're, uh, not, you're not burning bright enough for for after image at this point. There, okay. There's the sun's up though, presumably. Yes, it's, sun yeah. sun looks like it's about an hour from set. Okay, I look directly at the sun. Okay. And you can see one of her eyes goes kind of cloudy and dark as that happens. Uh, and then she closes both of them. What do I see? How does this um, work? So as you burn that little bright balls after image into your retina there, and you watch the, the patterns of light as you close your eye sort of trace on the inside of your eyelid, um, I'm gonna need you to make a wits and composure roll. Okay. Wits and composure. Where's composure on here? This is a good question. Uh, they're both attributes. Oh, oh, yeah, there's composure. That's right. Uh, no. Zero successes. So as you as you do that, uh, it's a it's a blur for you. You're not getting a bad feel. You're not getting a particularly good feeling, but you're definitely not getting a bad feeling either. Okay. Hmm. I don't like it. Okay. Um, but you do see Gilly step over to kind of a beat up old Honda, glance up and down the uh, the street, which is fairly empty right now. Um, there's some pedestrian traffic, but nothing in the the immediate vicinity. Um, pops open the uh, the door and sort of slides the sh- the shotgun down on the floorboards, closes it, locks it back up, looks over at Phage, gives you a half nod, and then gestures for y'all to follow as she ducks down um, a side alley down towards the waterfront on another dock. Um, as we're walking, I sort of, like, having seen what's up with Gilly, I look at the rest, and does anybody else look like that weird 3D not-quite illusion thing? You're starting to pick that up, yeah. Uh, give me a wits and composure as well. Uh, difficulty, or not difficulty, uh, pool mod, give yourself an extra die, since these are people you've spent some time with. Okay. Wits and composure, plus one die. It's weird looking at Phages because she kind of shrinks a foot and about 300 pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah. Three successes. You are being able to, to sort of gauge the mask on, on everybody else as well. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of consistency. It seems like the mean definitely informs the mask a great deal. But there's nothing overtly supernatural about anybody's mask. You feel like, yeah, no, this is if 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 this is a thing, if somebody can only see one, then the mask will probably let you sort of pass. I look down at myself. Do I see the vague tones of human skin overlaying my own? It's actually a lot easier for you to see your own than it is to see everybody else's. Yeah, and you can you can sort of just focus for just a moment, and it almost completely subsumes your body. Oh. And then you you can almost 
turn it on and turn it off for yourself, at least visually. So if I if I if I recall correctly, my vest in the mask looks like a like a worn out like like suit vest, like a or like a yeah. detective's mm-hmm. vest. Yeah. So I'm wearing that, and, and 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 what like the clothes you wear are typically like actual clothes, right? Frequently, yeah. So I'm wearing that, a pair of ragged, burnt-looking pants, and no shoes or shirt underneath the vest or anything like that. Exactly. I look down, and you just gotta hear, fuck, I look like a hobo. (laughs) He kinda does. (laughs) Please don't use such crass terminology. Impolite to those of lower social standing. At this point, Gilly has led you to, um, obviously, the back door of a restaurant. Um, uh, It's called Bo Brooks, and she ducks into a back alley, skirting a dumpster, and then just kind of waits expectantly, leaning up against it. Holds up a hand to anybody, any of you who approach in a sort of, hang on just a sec. Okay. Five or six minutes go by, and then the door bangs open, um, and an employee hauling a trash can lunges out into the alley quickly and then stops seeing you guys there. And Gilly will sort of step forward, slightly away from the group of you. I need a favor. I'm, I'm a friend of Joey's. The guy kind of reflexively nods and then glances over at the other six of you in the alleyway. Yeah. Uh, Joey's got how many friends? Gilly sighs, sticks a hand in her pants, and peels off a few bills. Just one. And then hands him several folded up. Uh, they look like 20s. Just, you know, whatever you got. He take the money, gives you a nod, sticks one in his own pocket, and then carries the others inside. She says, probably be about ten minutes. Um, I'm just sort of looking at everyone else and sort of trying to do the same thing that I was doing with myself, sort of turn the mask on and off, see if I can, now that I know it's there. Not as easily. Mm-hmm. Mostly you see everybody's mean still. You can pick up on probably what other people would see if they only see the mask, but mean bleeds through pretty heavily since you're a changeling as well. Yeah. And I'll just sit down, like sort of lean against the wall and slide down. Okay. Thank you. You didn't have to do that. Thank you. Um, is well, I'm there... guessing most of you don't have any money. Mm. No. No. Uh, Three previous statement. Yeah. No, I figured. Pockets. Make sure. We'll talk nope. about exchanges later. Which is when the door bangs open again, and a different employee at this point, um, but holding plastic bag carryout bags in each hand. Looks like there's three or four um, of those styrofoam carryout containers in each one. And she leans forward. Here's what we got. Thanks. Gilly nods and says, all right, well, tell Joey I owe him one if you see him. (laughs) She kind of laughs. 
he doesn't talk to people as low as I am on the totem pole. Gilly rolls her eyes. Anyway, appreciate it. And she turns and starts walking away. Get up and follow. Mm-hmm. You see her pull out a cell phone as she's walking. She sort of juggles the bags and then just hands them both to Phage. <laughs> she looks at the bags of food and is like, uh, how many takeout containers are there? There's a total of eight. And it feels like each one of them probably weighs a good two, three pounds. She's like, just holds on to them for a second. Um, you guys hungry? Yes. Yes, I could eat. Darn it. I think so. <laughs> she gets she gets each of you one, and then the remaining three she just kind of immediately digs into. Um We're walking, I'm assuming. Oh yeah. I just sort of Um how hungry do I feel? Gilly's Gilly's got her phone out and she's having a quiet conversation with somebody on it. Uh, give me a stamina and resolve okay. for Gale. I open it up and look what's inside. Uh, minus mm-hmm. two. Uh, where's res- Oh, sorry. I can't yeah, sorry. They're, bo- they're both, uh, they're both, uh, attributes. Is this like sit down food? Or is it like a sandwich? What is it? Uh, it's definitely sit down yeah. food. There's some level of chicken and rice in there. Um, couple of something potato-ish. You're hungry, but not overwhelmingly. You're not ravenous, but you could eat. Faye doesn't give a shit if it's sit-down food. She's walking and eating. Select um, from whatever's in the takeout container the bit that is least likely to be spilling or um, messy. There's a couple of wings in there. That works. She is not picky. She'll, She'll eat whatever, but it just bite-sized portion levels, right? Um, and then return the rest of the box to Phage. Like I'm, I'm not damaged, so I wouldn't. But if I was, I would be using Gluttonous Feast of Health right now because I fit the catch. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I I I just like sort of open palm it like you do when you're walking and trying to eat, right? Yeah, and just right. start eating. Okay. I'll use the, there are, I'll, no, there are I'll, no utensils. I use the chicken as a utensil. utensil. Can, I, can I make a performancey acrobatics check to, without utensils, utensilize the food I am eating? Uh, yeah, why not? Give me a dexterity and athletics. Minus <laughs> two. Phage is just like anything that has non edible parts, eat with the hands. Everything else is. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I'm eating with my hands. Question: How does how does Neofly eat <laughs> with, the, with the mask? The mask is not actually a part of your physiology, so okay. in order to eat, you have to take off the mask or at least lift it up. Yes. All right. Just gonna. I'm just gonna uh, open Zero up successes. the mouth part. You spill kinda... a bit, Aaron or Gail. Gail spills a little, Aww. and she's definitely got stuff on her fingers now. Intense discomfort again, like pigeon-sized portion before Paige gets the rest of that takeout container. That 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 extra is probably like gone almost immediately after handing it to Paige. Paige, Paige is probably doing the one hand like sort of bend it so it makes a nice little. Paige crease is the anime protagonist. Mm-hmm. 
Mark will just like pick out the like big bits and then give the rest to Phage. I eat everything in the takeout container. Slide is the same. Yeah. And I do it. Every, like yep. I said, use the chicken as a fork. Or everything, everything. Nope. Hands. <laughs> everything that doesn't get eaten yeah. by anybody else is immediately going to get eaten by Phage. <laughs> just. Um, but. I don't know if that heals any of my bashing damage, but. <laughs> no. Not unless you're an ogre with button on this piece of hell. Yeah. Oop. But as you guys uh, finish your impromptu dinner, um, Gilly will walk you guys back to the car. Okay. Um, like I said, I can take three of you with me, and then I can either swing back and pick up more, or you guys, I can just give you an address and you can make it there on your own. What do you guys want? Do I recognize any part of town right now? Like, or, like what part <laughs> of town I'm in? Give me an in, uh, wits and streetwise minus two because you've been gone for a very long time. Hmm? I'd like to try as well. Okay. Same role for you Wits then. And, okay. And, um, and me. Uh, two successes. Does, and can encyclopedic knowledge um, add to that at all? Um, as far as that goes, I remember yes, street you science. Can make, well, um, encyclopedic knowledge is more random stuff. Okay, okay, yeah. that's fine. So while while they're while they're rolling that, Phage is just like with mouthful of food. So where are we? <laughs> just off Boston Street. Nope. Can I have no clue. <laughs> Two successes on me. Um. Uh, yeah. Nero, as she says this, you're like, yeah, no, I recognize some of these landmarks. You know, we are on the the eastern side of the city, right down by the waterfront. Just off the harbor, pretty much. Yeah. No, I do, I... do I know where my old house, where my old apartment was? Or do I remember my old apartment at all? Anything else? Um, not particularly, no. You know that you weren't in this neighborhood. Yeah. You were you were further inland, um, up by like Druid Hills yeah. somewhere. But as far as that goes, no, you don't even remember which neighborhood particularly you were in. And it's it's weird because you know, looking around, you don't remember the names of streets as much. But it's this sort of muscle memory geospatial awareness that as a cop, which you have a vague recollection of remembering being, you had to always know. And so you're sort of placing yourself in a geographic sense, but it's very sort of muscle memory-esque. There's yeah. not like actual tangible information that's that's happening. You just know, yeah, harbor that way. Uh, home, prob- former home probably up there somewhat yeah uh fairly safe part of town don't go that way after sunset kind of thing you know okay the vague vague understand the sort of understanding that anybody that lives in a city for a long time has but without the without the experience behind it right um so i just sort of look around ah if you tell me where it's at, I might be able to find it. All right. Well, I mean, we're 
we're off Duncan and Forty. Uh, I I know where I'm at, but I don't know where I'm at. All right. Well, then how about those of you that aren't done eating, chill here, and I will take some of you. And if I can figure out where the fuck Acacia's at, I'll send her for the other ones. Otherwise, I'll loop back and around and, and pick you guys up. Uh, Mouthful. Okay. <laughs> work. All right. So three of you that are done will probably be Gail. Gail Larkin, Phage. Gail Larkin. No, I don't know if Phage is actually done. Because <laughs> Phage, Phage, Phage eats ever. faster than everybody, but Phage but also has about like four times. times as much food as yeah. everybody. Well. <laughs> I eat twice as fast, but I got four times as much food. So. Right. It'll probably be Gail Larkin Liss that are done first. Mm-hmm. Um... So she'll sort of shuffle things around in the vehicle a little bit. All right. Get in. You guys stay here. Stay unobtrusive. Right. Uh, who's sitting in the front seat? I don't care. Gail. Okay. If, if there is a front passenger seat. Yeah. It's basically two fit in the back. One fits in the passenger. Okay, so Gail's without in the even front. asking, there is an assumption that she is in the front. Passenger. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like Lark would like start to walk over to the passenger seat and then just see Gail and just like step back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I get in, and then I start looking around at everything because this is all different. What? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, you are very unaware of where you might be. There's a Mm -hmm. level of familiarity to the place, but definitely nothing you can put your finger on and nothing specifically about this location that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Just kind of the general vibe of, oh, right, I grew up in a city in the real world at one point. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, There's, oh, man, there's like... I immediately probably start uh, pressing buttons. Um, there's the little the little window thing. If it's not childproof locked, I immediately try and press it <laughs> because okay. I I remember the roll down ones, and those aren't here. Actually, this one is. It has roll down windows <sighs> and manual locks. It is an old old car. Yes. yes. All right. Yeah. I so there's there's a little hand crank. Fiddling. And then there's there's a little knob that goes up and down, kind of towards the back of the the door. All right, I'm I'm yep I'm fiddling with all the things. Okay. Until the, someone tells the me the very stuff. first thing you notice is that it is hot, like extremely hot in this car. It's the middle of summer in Baltimore. The windows were cracked but not down, and Gilly immediately cranks hers down all the way. And sort of half leans an arm out, trying to catch as much air as possible. Whatever this car is, definitely doesn't have functional AC. But she'll drive for about 10 minutes uh, before pulling out uh, in front of a row house. And sit and pointing over to, uh, to a door. Straight through there. Um... And I'll be back in 15 minutes or so with the rest of your friends, I guess. Okay. So not. Excellent.
get out of the car. There's the door. Open yes, the is. door. I want to open the door. Okay. So you walk up, swing the door open. There's a kind of a old musty smell that comes out in that sort of uh, this place doesn't get a lot of circulation, but there's also a wave of cool air that hits you as well. Which definitely drops the temperature by a good 20 degrees, even this late in the evening. Uh, first thing you see is a, is a little foyer. Set of stairs running up one way, and then uh, kind of a dim lamp light, uh, electric lamp light further in, uh, down a small hallway. Is the light on in the foyer? Uh, no, the immediate light right above you, which you can look up and see a small light fixture hanging, that one's that one's out. Okay. Uh, I try and turn on the foyer light. There's a light switch right next to you. Yep, you flick it. Flick. There's a there's a faint flicker, and then bzzz, it comes on. Ooh. I'm going down the hallway. Okay. The other so light. you guys are... you As uh, Gail and Lark sort of draft behind Liz as she's exploring this entryway. Yeah, you have to stop for a minute because it is a fairly narrow room. Um, and then she just walks, uh, after turning on a light, walks down the hallway in front of you. Mm-hmm. Question. If I'm yes. um, thinking about using a contract but not actively using it, do I know if the catch is being fulfilled at the moment? Uh, you it's usually that sort of thing that you can sort of feel as you activate. Okay. Um, then unless, I won't. You're, unless you're taking time yeah. to sort of tactically analyze your situation and knowing how your contracts work, try yeah. and figure that out ahead of time. Yeah. Cause, cause Gail is a little nervous. Um, the, the catch on breaching barriers is if the character is deliberately imprisoned by another changeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of, if as the door closes behind us, that sort of thing, Gail's trying to take some time to see if she can feel out whether or not it feels like that condition is currently filled. So the door swings closed behind you and the latch shoots back with a click. (sighs) And you take a moment to analyze. Doesn't feel like it. You may reach out and give it a half turn the doorknob it's not locked okay um and that's when uh, everybody give me a wits and composure roll who's there meanwhile you three who are still on the sidewalk down by the harbor takes about uh 10 minutes or so and then you see the headlights coming back around and gilly's there again <laughs> i'm rolling we're, so we're, badly we're like sitting next to a pile of empty styrofoam yeah. Okay. Oh, so you've got awful. like two plastic bags, eight empty styrofoam containers sitting next to you on the sidewalk, which is amusing considering that there's a city trash can probably only about five yards down the sidewalk, but nobody's just bothered yet. I'm still like, sit. I haven't, I sat down and haven't gotten back up yet. I'm sure. one health level is away this, from being at a negative one. Right. <laughs> no, you're, you, you've had a rough day. It's true. Um, by this point, you've definitely healed another one of your bashing damage. Though. Okay. Once I'm mm-hmm. once I'm feeling like better, I'll get up and take all the trash to the trash can. Um, so, so fly would have helped. How? Uh, 
don't think this is actually rolling right for me. Is it? What are you trying to roll? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got zero successes again. Uh, and I only see one six that got rolled there. Yeah, everything's um, difficulty yeah. eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not all, seeing the all... string of numbers kind of thing. Yeah. That everyone uh... else has after. I don't know why. Because oh, yeah, your, when your you... scripts might be a little messed up there. Yeah. No, it's it says you oh, rolled, no, you rolled a zero a zero. Wait, what? No, that's yeah. Uh, we need that's to figure out what that OC is. Uh, yeah. Under, under I don't know. Is, let me look at your character sheet real quick. Yeah, I may have messed something up. I I think you might have. Oh yes, you have chance selected. selected. You need to have normal selected. Ah. I just changed it for you. Uh. Okay. Cool. Yep. I'll roll again for that. Yeah. Go ahead and roll again for your. All right. Four so how many successes success. for everybody? Okay. Four. Zero. Right. Zero? Okay. Yep. And Gail? Two? All right. Um, I'm staying back with uh, Lark. Yep. Lark, you're just trying to make sense of all these odors and sounds and sights and sensations that are kind of flooding your your sensory perception at this point and trying to filter through those. Uh, Gail and Liz, you both hear faintly coming from somewhere upstairs, somebody playing a blues riff on a harmonica. And Liz, as you're looking around, really trying to take everything in and walking down the hall, uh, you smell that wherever that lamplight is coming from, there's also food smell coming from there as well. Back to the car. So Gilly will just stop, pull up against the, pull up along the curb, and with the windows still down, just kind of shout at you, okay, taxi's here. What kind of car is this again? It's some old Honda. Like a Honda Uh, Civic? Kind of-ish. Probably something along those lines. Fage just kind of stands up, Belcher's hardly, which I can't do right now because I can't do that on command. I'm weird like that. Uh, and just like picks up the piles of garbage and walks over to the can and tosses it in. Oh, I and heads to the car. Right. Um, flag, yeah. flag, flag. Goes Actually, to the this one's probably an accord. Yeah, probably like a ninety accord. I will hop in the first door that presents itself. Okay, which is well, either the passenger be- door or the back door. Yep. Something on the passenger side. Yep. And just make sure that the window's all the way down and lean against the uh, Fage probably takes the front passenger seat because she needs the most room. Okay. So you guys pile in. She pulls out down Boston and starts heading back north. Uh, ends up coming swinging past on Madison to catch the one way coming down uh, the... Uh, the entry uh, alley there on North um, Duncan Street. Just because I'm curious, I sort of look around the car, see if I can find anything identifiable, like any sort of the 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 thing the thing that you might do if you're an investigative type of person, sort of any identifying marks, any like you know uh, pictures on the dashboard, hula girls, uh, wallets on the floorboard, gun shells in the back seat, you know things that might identify. Something that it might inform about the person in whom's car I am riding. Okay. Uh, give me a wits and investigation. 
you're still unfamiliar in adjusting, so I'll give you a minus one on this one. One success. Um, The one thing you notice is a stack of brochures in the console um, right behind (laughs) the gear shift uh, for the Baltimore National Aquarium. I sort of look over at it. Does it take, does anything about the aquarium sort of take in my brain? I mean, you, you, with the, the knowledge of the aquarium sort of springboards a little bit. I mean, it is one of the primary tourist attractions in Baltimore. So just from the, from the back seat, you work at the aquarium? Mm hmm. It's a nice place. In that very, I'm trying to make conversation because it's awkward in the silence. <laughs> and I'm also really tired and in pain voice. <laughs> yeah, well, if you need anything or you want to stop by sometime, get your feet back under you. Feel like a, feel like a red-blooded Baltimorean again. I'll get you a tour. That'd be nice. I have to get my feet Who's back Who's thirsty? Am I thirsty? Sly just raises his hand. Uh, Phage is like, always? <laughs> That's a curiosity, because I'm a fireheart. I don't know if I am thirsty. Yeah, you get thirsty. You get okay. thirsty. Yeah. And you've been, you've had a very long day and are riding in an extremely hot car. Something to drink probably sounds pleasant, yes. Yeah, very thirsty. All right. We'll swing in the 7-Eleven or something, I'll... Crab us some beers. And she pulls up alongside a, a, a super saver. Nobody move. We are half a block from the place, and I don't want anybody getting lost or um, any funny ideas before. And she's still talking as she's walking in and leaving <laughs> you guys in the car. I do the I, – I don't know if I can catch her attention, but I do the, the hand Lodges gesture waves. that indicates cigarettes if, if – while she's moving – Let's see how she does. I don't know if she notices or not, but just sort of very weakly, like, I need something, please. <laughs> okay. Why is it stuck on that? Okay. Okay. Yep, she will notice. And she'll kind of give you a, a little bit of a hand wave. Um, and then pop back inside the the store. She's gone for about eight, five minutes tops before she comes back out with two six-packs. And then she tosses you a pack of cigarettes Catch. into the back seat as well. And just immediately light it up. <laughs> okay. Fly gestures for one uh, cigarette. I'll pop one out, hand it over to him. Are these Grabs these it. six packs? Are they cans or bottles of beer? They're cans. And then I'll. Um, she drops them both on your lap, Phage. Right. She she immediately she immediately takes two of them and does the stone cold thing, or just like open them up and then dump both into her mouth. <laughs> Gilly gives you this just like stunned look. 
no open containers, and starts driving again. (laughs) (laughs) Phage, as this brew hits your throat, I want you to give me a intelligence and composure roll. (laughs) Plus, Plus one. I don't get 10 again on those. No, you don't. Uh, one success. And you remember this taste. It's been years since you've had a can of National Bohemian. But it is it is the iconic Baltimore beer. And it's it it fe- it tastes like somebody put home in a can and gave it to you to drink. Yeah, so she she downs both of them and then crushes them both and sets them down in open containers. <laughs> <laughs> Gilly shakes her head. Christ, you are going to be a mess. All right. Pulls it around <laughs> and pulls up in, be? and pulls up in front of 709 North Duncan Street. You guys see these you know, your standard Baltimore row houses, wall to wall, three or four stories high. And she throws the vehicle in park, roll up the windows. I don't want to come out and find this thing gone through in the morning and grab your garbage. Yeah, I take the I take the two the two the two garbage cans and with and the rest of the two six packs. I will People are gonna be pissed if you don't save some of those for other people. Oh sure, I've I, I've at least had enough to slake the thirst. Can I go open the door, get out, yep. take the pack with me. Okay. I rolls up the windows, make sure both of them are rolled up, yep. then he gets up. And okay. just now that now that he's had a cigarette, Nero is is moving a little bit better because get that sort of that pat, that comfortable numb. <laughs> yep. All right. But uh, Gilly will lead the way up to the house. Open the door. Kitchen's straight back. Bathroom's through there to the left-hand side. Uh, God, I don't know where we're going to put you guys. Probably in the living room. I'll see if we can roll out some blankets. Couch. We've got to pull out. Um, Yeah. Um, I I just sort of... Smoking? No smoking? Backyard. I will all immediately the walk all the way through to the backyard. Okay. So as about- you guys walk through, you see Lark, Gale, and Liss sort of in the kitchen. Liss probably going through cupboards or something. Uh-huh, yeah. Wave as I go past. <laughs> Faith uh, uh, immediately with- heads to the kitchen and puts the beers in the in the fridge. Um, okay. I sort of stop and look over and, and to Phage. Hey, can I get one? I toss one. Yeah, Fly raises his hand as well. Toss another one. Mark, you, guys, you, guys, you guys each have you guys each have a can of Natty Bow. Yeah. Go out back. Follow. Uh, as you go through, Neo, give me a wits and composure plus one. Neo or Nero? Neo. Neo fly. You said wits and composure. Correct? This harmonica upstairs that none of the girls investigated. Well, you haven't really had time. No. How would you add the uh, plus one? 
Uh, it, it should is. pop up as a pool mod option when you go okay. after you yeah. click the die. Same thing, same thing as it did in, in Vampire. Just got it. Four successes. So yeah, those blues bars hit your ears almost as soon as you walk in the door. And by the time was... you've got the beer in your hand, you know that. Hey, yep, I go upstairs and probably one or two doors down. If it's anything laid out like the bottom floor is, somebody up there is is playing. Neofly puts his beard down, hands a cigarette to Nero, and runs up the stairs. <laughs> okay. I'll bolts take... out. He doesn't run. He bolts. He sprints. <laughs> <laughs> take the cigarette. Take the beer. Continue out the back. I need right. to decompress, and I, I need to do it where I can smoke. <laughs> <laughs> And as you uh, you go up there, your feet just pound the staircase. Um, and yeah, there's a series of three doors uh, in a way. And that second one, it's not completely closed, but it's mostly closed. And you can hear what was previously just kind of a, a slow, mellow blues riff has shifted into full-on John May all room to move. And somebody is tearing it up on a harmonica in there. Um, Neil's just going to kind of like try to slightly open the door just to see what's going on. To see who's there. So as soon as, as soon as your hand hits the door, like it hasn't even started to move it yet. It goes silent and you push it open slightly and peek in. And you see a very old looking individual, small, um... And he's wearing, and as you look at him, you can see he's more or less wearing a bathrobe. And that's about it. Okay. Cinched up around his waist. He's got the harmonica cupped in his hands, and he's sort of just looking at you, makes eye contact with you as soon as you walk in the door, as soon as you poke your head through. There's seven or eight other instruments in this fairly small bedroom, Mm -hmm. and then just tons and tons of books and papers and folders, just a huge personally collected uh, haystack almost of different things written down. Okay. Just, uh, uh, Neofly kind of like gestures to him is like, is there a guitar here? Like kind of like that. Give me a... Or a bass. Pre- presence and expression. Minus minus one. Bling bling bling. Pung pung pung. No, he's talking bass guitar. Not like either. It's either either one. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Stringed instrument with a wooden body. Yeah. Does um uh, six string expert apply in this one? No. Okay. You said uh, presence expression minus one, correct? Presence expression minus one. Yes. Zero successes. So he takes a minute and looks at you. Twists his mouth to one side for a minute as the harmonica disappears into a pocket of his bathrobe. He stands up and he probably, his head would come up to about your shoulder, maybe. Okay. Um, scuffles a, a footstool out from behind a, a stack of boxes clambers up on it and kind of behind the door hanging on the wall 
pulls out a uh, a mandolin. Okay. Kind of gives it a little little bit of a wave. Like you looking for one of these? Does it have six strings on it? It's an eight string. Because um, those come in pairs. Okay. Um, he can he can manage. So he's gonna he's gonna grab it and just try to start playing. Okay. Uh, in that case, give me a presence and expression, um, just flat roll in this okay. case. Uh, one success. What type of music would would Neo be playing with a mandolin? Uh, with a mandolin, he would just he would well with any stringed instrument he would just be playing whatever, and he, especially whatever he just heard. So he would just start playing the blues. Okay. After after a moment or two, you see this this other changeling stick a hand in his pocket, pull out definitely a different harmonica. Okay. Um, and you notice that this mandolin it's not quite tuned all the way correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's close enough. It's manageable. Um, but he pulls out a, a harmonica that's definitely in a different key, and begins to just kind of give you an under under riff as you go along with it. Okay. Yes. Letting you carry the the melody for the most part, and then just giving you a couple little accent moments. But mm-hmm. he seems to he seems to be fairly well adept at at improvisational performance. Okay. Meanwhile, the other five of you are downstairs. Yes. And outside. <laughs> and outside. Downstairs and outside. What's everybody doing? Um. Gail just kind of watched that exchange with the beers, um, probably from an unobtrusive corner. Uh, Phage, immediately after she sets the stuff in the fridge, she pulls another one out, turns around. Uh, Gail, Liz? Lark? No, uh, Lark um, has a beer. Lark already yeah, grabbed one. one. <laughs> Gail? Gail just looks at you Blinks, takes half a step back. Underhand toss towards you. Um, it's in I, the air. I mean, if it's in the air, she's going to catch it and she's going to try and do it in an artsy way. But because it has to look elegant, she can't just seem like she's catching something. She has to seem like she was dexterity and athletics. No, no fumbling, only catching. Does the does the thing count? Um, uh, not so much on this one, no. Okay. Just trying not to fumble at all. Um, <laughs> but fumbles are funny. <laughs> but yes. Why is Wits not on foot? Okay. No modifier, I'm assuming. It's not. Uh, nope. Hard. One success? Yep, you snag it out of the air at least. Come on, loose enough of it. You know you want one. It's been a rough day. Uh, is the lady of the house here? Uh, Gilly's not in the kitchen right now, no. Come on. <laughs> she kind of looks like she's panicking a teeny tiny bit. Would you like me to roll manipulation subterfuge against you? Sure. <laughs> this is my job here. Uh, is there and any... I, b- I believe temptation qualifies here because that is also my job. Yes. 
while that's being rolled, is there anybody out back? Uh, nope. All right. Just you. Good. On eight dice, one success. <laughs> Well, I'm also uh, not hard, so. Right, I was going to say, Gail, Gail can either contest that or simply take that as the necessary push. So, uh, Phage, you're, you're, you... And something occurs to you, Phage, and you glance over at where there's a few dishes stacked up on a, on a towel to dry. So you pull out a glass and just sort of extend it <laughs> to her, just in case that might be okay. the thing. <laughs> It, yeah, with the addition of a glass, Gail's not going to explicitly contest the roll. Just, like, look around like she's kind of expecting the ceiling to cave in and someone to grab her and be like, no. <laughs> uh, pour, pour herself to beer really daintily into the glass. <laughs> Tiny little sips, but yay. But drinking. <laughs> drinking, yes. No, the drinking's not the issue. The issue right. is not following the proper decorum protocols is bad. Yes. Um, yes, indeed. Is there any sort of, like, furniture out back? There's a kind of a dingy pair of lawn chairs and a patio table. So um, yeah, very, like, sort of dry-rotted, sun-bleached uh, umbrella over top. Uh, so look, take look at it and look around the backyard for a minute. Again, just doing that thing where I'm trying to gather any information about the people whose house this is that I can. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, you note that the back uh, backyard is fenced in fairly well. Mm -hmm. um, that's actually the, the best-looking part of the whole thing. Um, just standard uh, backyard kind of uh, picket fencing, probably about six, six and a half feet tall. Maybe one slat looks a little like it's been replaced freshly recently, uh, but fairly well constructed and definitely blocking off line of sight from any of the other neighboring row houses. Um, so they like their privacy. Um, I've just set uh, Neo's beer on the table, balanced the cigarette on the tab. Okay. Um, and then I'm just going to sit down in one of the lawn chairs, just groaning the whole way because I still have a right. bullet in my shoulder, potentially. Or at least a bullet hole in my shoulder. No, I got right. it out! Like say, we got the bullet out. But yes, bullet you hole the, in my shoulder. I have the bullet, actually. And so if I look look down and like, sort of like, look at the mask again. Am I bleeding? Mm -hmm. Is my mask bleeding? Yeah. Okay, so like, it is... It definitely yeah, you can, you can, yeah. looks to the world like I've been shot, not just yes. to changelings. Yep. And just... And... Do the thing where you drink and then smoke and, and smoke, then drink and then drink and then smoke. And then smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. It's just, I want this to stop hurting as fast as possible. <laughs> so Fa got a, Fa you've got a can and a coffin nail, and you're working your way through both of them. Yep. Phage, Phage grabs another one of the cans and is like, hey, hey, look at this. And she uses her terrible teeth to, like, bite the top off the can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you're, so you're doing you're doing like the 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 poke a hole in the side and suck it out thing, except you're just oh, ripping the yeah. top off. <laughs> yeah, just rip the entire top off the can. Oh, the entire top gone, annihilated. Yep. <laughs> the in the house. Um, did you say the overhead light in the hallway was out? Uh, it had been, and then you turned it on. It had off. been. Okay, it it does turn on. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going through the cupboards looking for uh. 
Does a regular kitchen sometimes have first aid things? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, I'm looking for anything that I can use. Wits and investigation. Just flat roll. All right. Lark's going to wander into the living room. Okay. You wander into the living room. Um, there's a couch, a couple of armchairs, uh, kind of a older, older era shag carpeting on the floor, um, wood paneled walls on the interior, um, television shit set. Uh, you can see a couple of uh, TV trays folded up and set off to one side. Um, it, it feels like somebody's grandmother's <laughs> living room. Almost. So the first six pack is gone because I've had three, and then Lark, Gale, and uh, oh no, that's that's one into the second six pack. Yeah, there are five left. Yeah, yeah, there's five left. Are there any like books or magazines in the living room? There are some. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a little bit of a coffee table there, and there's a there's a couple National Geographic's on there. That would have been two into the six pack because I had one, and Neo has one as well. Neo, Neo, you, Lark, Gale. You had two. Phage, me. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's seven. Yeah, that's, There's the, yeah so we're one in the second You just took back. eight. You just took the eighth <laughs> one and bit it off. No, no, I had, that. that is, I, because you guys are That's all, your third beer, Phage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys are all four. You guys are all four. Plus three is two. seven. Four okay, plus three yeah. is seven. That's right, that's right. Yep, yep. Anyway. Just, I was off by one. Are, Lark is in the living room. Though. Also are there any, account? like, um, pop culture magazines? Um, you can find a Newsweek. That's about as pop culture as you get, though. Hmm. All right. She's going to, like, lay out on the floor and flip through it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's something dated, uh, April. Just covering some basic, you know, sort of national politics, news, entertainment, that sort of thing. I got a two successes. Okay. Stuff. Uh, so you paw through the kitchen cabinets, managing mm-hmm. to not disturb their contents too much. Uh, you head under the sink, found some cleaners, a couple of trash bags on rolls. Um, nothing first aidy until you get into the bathroom. It's just mm-hmm. around the corner from the kitchen. Um, okay. You find uh, some acetaminophen and ibuprofen in the uh, the mirror behind the mirror. Uh, a couple couple boxes of band-aids, um, but the, the big win is the first aid kit that you find still in its shrink wrap uh, underneath the, the sink. And you can see it's got some gauze pads in there, uh, ace bandage, a couple other things, uh, mm-hmm. plenty, plenty of antiseptic and that sort of thing. There's probably a bottle of peroxide in there as well. All right. Is there like an expiration date on it? I'm um, just curious. Not that you can see, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, yeah, tearing that open and probably okay. leaving the packaging on the counter and heading out to where I know Nero is. Okay. So, Neo, you guys have been playing music for probably about two or three songs at this point. Um, and the, uh, the small older guy puts down his harmonica, gives you a very satisfied sort of smile, and then... Sticks out his hand. Will. Will Starkers. Neofly. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet so, you too. Back recently, eh? 
Yeah, um, uh, I had another friend with me, but uh, kind of disappeared in all the tomfoolery that was happening when we was coming back. Um, uh, how long have you been here? We're missing Neo I'm actually coming, talking. I'm coming up on my six month anniversary. <laughs> that's when Nero goes, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, you'll find that most of us around here are fairly newcomers. Yeah. Um, and at this point, um, Neo's just trying to remember to see if he can actually remember his real name <laughs> at this point. Give me a... Give me an intelligence and resolve minus two. Yep. Okay. It's like shit connection. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you just uh, uh say that? Uh, one yeah. Intel intelligence and resolve minus two. Okay. Intelligence and resolve. Three successes. Yeah. As you as you you kind of let the your fingers just kind of idly dance over those eight strings. Mm -hmm. Anthony Miller. By the way, my real name is Anthony Miller. I was just trying to search through it in the back of my brain. Memories are tricky things, my brother. And, well, you get to pick what you're going to go by now. So, if you want to take up your old handle, you'd be your guest. If you're going to go by what you are now, that's just as allowable. But, I'd say, a bit of free advice, be careful with who you give each of those to. Thanks for the advice. I think I'm going to let the strings tell me what I should go by. Well, you seem to know what you're doing with that mandolin. Anything else you'd rather see? I got a couple more hanging around here. You got a bass by any chance? Nothing electric. I can get you something acoustic. It's fine either way. All right. He'll go in and find, start just pouring through a, a couple of boxes, mm. stop, kind of cock his head, and then with a sort of nod of, oh yeah, that's right, um, stick his hands under his bunk. There's just like a little cot there. Um, and pulls out a guitar case. <clears throat> I can let you borrow this one for the evening. That'd be much appreciated. All right, great. Well, have fun, and I mean, it ain't nothing fancy, but hopefully it'll serve your purpose for as long as you're under this roof. Well, as long as I can speak again, it'll suffice, and then he's going to hand the mandolin back to him. He'll go hang that one up. <clears throat> 
Well, that much harp work. I'm due for a drink of water at least. I'm heading downstairs. Come on. All right. And he's gonna take the guitar out, and he's just going to put him, uh, put it on his person, and just uh, follow him. Okay. So Will and Neo will come downstairs right about the time that uh, Liz, that Liz is, is getting the the first aid together and coming outside. Yep. Mm-hmm. I found. I found something. Uh, so just stay still, and uh, this will help. And I start rummaging around, not waiting for your answer. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, like trying mid, to, like... Mid-draw, mid like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let, just take that, and I, like, stuff an ibuprofen at you. Uh, and... Then I'm gonna start trying to fix. I don't think you're supposed right. to take ibuprofen with beer, but he does it anyway. Well, <laughs> well, sometimes you don't make the best decisions, especially nope. yeah. after you've been shot. Nope. Um, so, Liz, you'll be giving me an a dexterity and medicine, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to my best not to flinch as I get stabbed, but plus, uh, plus. One for or plus two for having uh, an actual first aid kit and some painkillers. All right, plus two. At this point, uh, Neo's gonna go to the back to retrieve his um, cigarette and beer. Okay. So you world. come out. So you come out. There's a can of Natty Bow and with a cigarette on top of it, sitting on this uh, patio table. Uh, you pass Gale and and Phage, who are apparently having a drink in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, Lark is nowhere to be seen, and uh, Liss is sort of stitching up Nero. Thanks for. Um, is there yeah, a table uh, or anything in the kitchen to sit at? Yes, there's kitchen table and chairs. Uh, Fly's gonna look at Neo. He's gonna be like, "Well, thank you for holding this for me." Fuck, you can and speak. <laughs> only when I have an instrument oh, wow. around, but yeah. Uh, it's complicated, and then he's going to uh, start smoking again. Well, uh, can you light this really quick, actually? I'll, um, I don't know. I, I'll reach out and try to light his cigarette. All right. Uh, roll me weird. <laughs> uh, just weird. Just weird. I think I'm the only person who started with a second dot of weird, aren't I? Yes, you are. Yeah. You are currently. Zero success. So, yeah, he flicks it out, and there's a little burst of flame, but it doesn't, and like, it should have been enough to definitely light the cigarette, but it doesn't seem to have any effect on the physical structure of it. <sighs> it's fine. I'll go try to see if I can get a letter. Thank you, anyway. And he's gonna go inside and pop open the beer and actually and just to... as you turn around to start walking up mm-hmm. um will has now stepped out with his ratty bathrobe tied around his waist onto the back uh back stairs and he's just sort of sitting there with a pipe that he's tamping down and as he strikes the match off the side of the uh the concrete he'll ignite his and then it's only about half burnt and sort of just hold it out to you Thank you kindly. Did Will walk out through the kitchen? He did. Okay. Uh, 
Will presents masculine, I'm assuming, from... Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. Gail will very quickly hide behind Paige. Okay. (laughs) This is the the person of unidentified marital status in a bathrobe, in a house, walking past her. He looks to be pushing 75. (laughs) If that informs Gail's reactions at all. Doesn't necessarily have to. It doesn't mean that he's... Yes. He, he's clearly not intended for her in any way, but that does not mean that the interaction is allowable. That's fair. Oh. <laughs> am I... Am if Phage I... becomes a physical shield, if, <laughs> if Phage does not... If Phage does not manage to prevent such a thing... Um, so uh, she, to, as Gail hides behind Faye, she just kind of like finishes the rest of that beer that she was that she had bit the lid off of, and then as soon as he's out the door, just like shove in front of her. Um, I mean, you can try. I'm pretty texturous. That's why I said as soon as, he's, as, as, out, as soon as he's out the door, like out of sight. Mm. Yep. Um. Two successes on the medicine. Okay. So you get him nicely stitched up. All your bashing is gone by now. Okay. Yep. Um, And uh, as long as you don't do anything extremely strenuous over the next uh, 12 hours, one of those lethal will go away as well. Don't lift heavy objects. Uh, I'm going inside again. Thank you, Liz. And I'm headed in. There was a living room. There might be well, a TV there. To that. <laughs> so as you come back in, um, you see Gilly coming back um, with another female individual behind her. Um, the The second female is smaller, uh, bordering petite. Uh, has a very sort of woodsy, wood smoke aroma. Um, and her her fingers are and, and, and knuckles are fairly heavily calloused, look very nimble. Um, she's dressed in a pair of canvas uh, pants with large pockets on, set of heavy boots, um, and uh, a flannel shirt that's got its sleeves kind of hacked off short length, uh, definitely not hemmed or anything. Kind of like if somebody was trying to, to cosplay as some level of hobo lumberjack. <laughs> so, looks like she got up in Portland. Probably. More but or definitely, less hobo than me. Uh, less hobo, more lumberjack than you. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're pr- all you need right now is like a beat up straw, uh, trilby, and you're gonna be full on ho- hobo. You know, because yeah, because the mask has the like the the beard that you guys can see right here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're saying he looks like Fuzzy Lumpkins from the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> um. You gotta get off my property. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but Gilly comes in, sees everybody in the uh, the kitchen, 
All right. Time we talked then. Backyard, everybody. Let's go. Uh, make sure. Are we missing anyone? I don't think so. I think they're all in the back already. Is Lark? I actually don't know. Lark was in Lark's the living room. Living room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lark's probably which, still going. Then Gil will be sure to make sure she is either retrieve her. Gil will either retrieve Lark or make sure she is retrieved. Pronouns are hard. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, are you doing, is Gail going to do that herself or is she going to try and get somebody else to do it? Mm-hmm. Oh, if Lark's not already, um, she'll do it herself. Okay. So everybody's headed to the backyard, and Gail, are you? So you're going to the living room. I should make sure the last member of our group gets on the way. Okay. So you go into the living room. Lark is laid out on her stomach, flipping through a magazine. There's like two or three other ones sort of scattered nearby. I don't know if I had made it there yet. I uh, no, you wise. you were okay. working your way there. You were All coming right. back in from the outside right about the same time that Gilly hit the kitchen. <sighs> All right. Look. She looks up. It seems like our um, hosts wish to talk about the details of our um, circumstances, the world as it She nods. She gets up and leaves all the magazines scattered across the living room. <laughs> and as you guys come out into... As the last two of you come out uh, down the concrete stairs, uh, Gilly, this uh, third unide- as, y- as of yet unidentified changeling and Will are sort of in their own little cluster uh, facing you guys. Uh, from the far side of the patio. Um, everybody else is sort of seated or standing, kind of facing them. I pull out a second cigarette, use the first I, one to light it, and then stop it out. I, I, I step out with the uh, remaining five cans <clears throat> of beer. You guys want one? Another one for me, yes. please. Ooh. Uh, uh, Gail will probably bring her three-quarters full still glass of beer. Will right. waves you away, but the third one um, and Gilly both come in for one as well. So that's one, I'll, two, three, four. I'll take one. And one Is for there the one left. I'll take okay. mine. That's the yeah. last one. I'll take mine and I'll just <laughs> hand it to Will. No, Will Will waved it away like, nah, oh, okay, I, don't, okay, okay. I don't want any. Right, All right. Mm-hmm. No, you're little... Second Gilly cigarette, second kind beer. Of, <laughs> Gilly kind I already, of had, I already had three. It wouldn't exactly be fair if I took another one. Okay. We're going to have a chat. And then, all things considered, we might have a pledge. And that's where we're going to take a break for a bit. (laughs) All right. Oh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. So go ahead and stretch your legs, use the bathroom, get a drink, get a cigarette if that's what you want. Uh, We'll be back in just a minute. Mine's empty. Yeah. So how's that? And we're back. That was quick. It doesn't take long to make a vodka crayon. <clears throat> so, Gilly looks at all of you. Will is fiddling with his pipe, apparently making, trying desperately to make sure it stays lit. 
we are prepared on proper pledge to offer housing, shelter, and an amount of material provision for a week. At which point, given the number of items on our Motley's agenda, we would expect the six of you, or any of you who choose to take part in this contract, to assist us with an endeavor. One that would last no longer than a day. What kind of endeavor? We can share details on that later on, and we have a number of things that we may need assistance with towards weakest end, but only one of those would be required to be taken on with your assistance. Do I know anything about pledges? Give me an intelligence and a cult. I was about to say, I would like to make that roll. Yeah. Same. Same. Remember, if you don't have dots in a cult, you take a minus three to your roll. I do have a dot in a cult. I do not. Thank God I do. Uh, So I'm rolling, and I have a one in intelligence, so I'm just rolling a chance die. Mind you, that still means means I'm only rolling two dice, so. If encyclopedic knowledge applies. What's the roll? Three successes. Intelligence and a cult. Okay. One success. Hey! I don't know exactly how my merit in that uh, works. Um, Basically, encyclopedic knowledge works. Let me get you the actual text. Yeah, because I I have it right here in the book. Thank you. (laughs) Encyclopedic knowledge. You can make an intelligence and wits roll anytime your character is confronted with a situation or phenomenon outside his normal realm of experience. If the roll is successful, you may recall a factoid you've heard at some point that might shed light on matters. Okay, so I've had experience with this, so wouldn't it apply? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would probably not apply in this one. All right, I have zero successes. All right. So with the exception of Liss and Phage, did Gail roll? Oh, uh, no. I was okay. going to ask a different thing, but Go ahead I and ask. make that roll. Intelligence and occult. occult. Mm-hmm. Okay, chance die. Um, their successes. Okay. All right. Um, so half of you have a rough understanding of how pledges work. Uh, they're weird infused uh, agreements between two or more parties, um, generally that have a very contractual uh, sort of structure to them. Each party gets a benefit for a certain period of time, generally, uh, at the cost of <clears throat> something to themselves. Um, sometimes it's glamour, sometimes it's willpower, sometimes it's work, sometimes it's money. It can be for almost anything, but it's a way of – because – and for changelings, obviously, much of their lives, they had very little standing. 
Um, everything that happened to them was done to them. They had very little initiative or control over their circumstances. So these are ways that you can utilize the magic that you have in order to ensure that you are getting at least as best you can manage as fair a deal as possible. Some beings are very, very good at these sort of uh, contracts and pledges um, and can slant things more in their favor where they pay less of a cost for more of a benefit than the other person does. Um, but it goes back to the sort of folklore of things like Rumpelstiltskin and all the fairy tales where, yes, you'll have a child, but you will give it back to me on its third birthday unless you can manage to, you know, fill in the blank, do such and such, etc. Okay. So, so that's how that sort of thing works. Not knowing that, assuming no one else uh -huh. speaks over her, Gail's voice. That seems like a bit of a blank check on our end. Um, would you be open to the possibility of... I, I mean, there are certain things that I don't think we'd be willing to do. As far as the circumstances go... It would likely be one of a couple different things. Acacia here uh, has some scouting in the hedge that she needs uh, assistance with. Of course, the hedge can be a hazardous area, as I'm sure you've discovered on your little traverse through it earlier today. But having backup makes things like that a bit more manageable. I myself am attempting to engage in some networking throughout the city and sometimes the people that I meet with uh, don't respect a single individual as much as they do a crew of individuals. So in that case, uh, attending a bit of a negotiation process with me might be uh, what happens there. And Will and Hushabeth, well... They like goblin markets, and having help at a goblin market is usually wise. Will kind of smirks at that and says, nah, it'll probably be fine. But, you know, backup's usually worth its weight, in butterflies at least. In exchange, Will continues... You guys get to stay here for a week. We'll get you a phone. We'll get you some wheels. And uh, you'll be able to take advantage of some of the house funds, as it were, I guess you'd say. At the end of the week, you give us a hand with what we need done. And then we're quits and everybody can go their own way. But a week it should help you guys at least get your feet under you. Uh, Neofly actually enters in and he looks at Will and he says I hope out. Can I keep this? Why the hell not? Alright. <clears throat> you could say consider it done on my end. We got one. Any other takers? Oh, a week with shelters better than nothing. I'll take it. Two. I need to find a way to get more food, so I just can start eating the basis. Mark points at Neofly. 
Does anyone else know he could talk? <laughs> Apparently, he needs a guitar. Well, any kind of instrument. I just need something to. Oh, he started talking outside. <laughs> Bird girl, bride girl, eyeballs. Any of you three in? Yeah. I sure. I don't know what's Four and going five? on. So, yeah. All right, white dress, you're the holdout. Oh, crap, sorry. I may have been muted. Gail oh, said, okay. Gail uh, started agreeing when that was the way the group went. <laughs> All right. Now, this might be a little kindergarten, but join hands in a circle. And I want everybody to give me a wits and composure minus one. Mm. Two successes. Two successes. There's one thing I'm good at. It's wits and composure. I'm not even that good at it. One success. We have a group that's generally good at seeing things. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Neo. Except for Neo. So Neo, you're like, yes, I got a guitar. You know, so you grab hands (laughs) Mm -hmm. with everybody. Um, everybody else, the other five of you, you notice uh, Will and Gilly's eyes kind of flick upward over the tops of your heads for just a moment, and you kind of glance back, and you see a very, very pale individual with darkened lips, very black, long hair, leaning out of the third-story window in the upstairs of the the row house looking over this little uh, conclave that's happening in the backyard. And she simply got a hand very slightly extended. Is that... Does she happen to have butterflies crawling all over her face? Nope. Okay. Is that Heshabeth? She looks very emo-gothy, almost. I'm saying that out loud. Well, hello there. (laughs) How are you? Huh? What? Huh? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and Gilly starts talking. By the doors of dawn, we pledge ourselves as new days begin for all assembled here. Each of us to help the other. Shelter and sustenance given by us. A task completed by you. That our hands may be prosperous until the week's end. Afterward, to part or meet again. And there's a little bit of a rustle of wind and you guys can smell salt water suddenly where before it was mostly just asphalt heat and a little bit of cigarette smoke I need everybody to spend a willpower point mm-hmm. alright sure I'm down to one now <laughs> same okay So you guys currently uh, can put on your character sheet under the pledges section, That's which I believe is on three. page two, three. Uh, okay, so yeah. yeah. Dawn's ingress. The one dot of, page of three. Right, one dot of temporary resources. Oh, pledges! It's in the part where the. The green is weird. Yeah. Formatting becomes green. Yeah, yeah, you might want you want you might want to extend the boxes above it so that it pushes it down into the second page. 
You said um, Dawn of Ingress, correct? Dawn's Ingress, yes. Dawn's Ingress, and it was one dot of... One dot of temporary resources. Got it. There's how you spell it in the Roll20 chat for anybody who needs it. <laughs> Where's Pledges on the character sheet? So page three. Page three. Right. And then the default pages. Blessing and seeming curse are. Like scroll down. Right under that. It's scroll a little hard. Word. That's not on page three of mine. Oh, have you set? Go to settings and hit changeling the loss in the first edition. Oh, yes. You would definitely need to do that if you haven't done that yet. Oh. Ta da! <laughs> now you'll have all the things that you actually need. And you'll probably uh, need to readjust your character sheet again. We'll get there. Where am I going after I go to settings? Uh, so you go to settings, and then there will be a section at the top called first edition. You'll click the text that says changeling to lost on the second line, and that'll change everything so it's got a green thorny frame around it. I do not see first edition. It's right hmm. at the top of the settings page. I do not see it. Okay, so you've got three tabs on your character sheet. Uh, one says bio and info, one says attribute and abilities, and you should be on the character sheet tab. Then up where there's the heading called Chronicles of Darkness, to the immediate left of that, it'll say page three, page two, page one, settings. Oh, found it. Sorry. No, no you're fine. Uh, under the first edition se section, click the Changeling the Lost text, which should turn everything to green. Or it should turn the border to green. Yes, turn turn the border it. to green, right. Now go to page three, which will be showing up in the green frame. Okay. And scroll down and right where it goes from the first page to the second page in the frame there, there will be a bit that says... Okay, I see it. Thank you. Sorry no about problem. That. You're good. You might want to extend the uh, seeming blessing and seeming curse boxes a little bit. Just click on the bottom right corner and drag them down so that you can push the extra pages into the and so, spice so you can read them easier. Once you've got Dawn's Ingress typed into your pledges, you can go back to page one and under merits do resources one dot since you have that temporarily. Resources Wait. a single dot. Bear back. Okay. So, <clears throat> as that flush of sea breeze kind of cuts through the backyard, temperature drops by about a degree or two just briefly. Gilly smiles, gives you a nod, and says, Well, starting to get dark out. You guys have had a long day. We'll get you all set for sleeping arrangements. Girls, you'll be upstairs. Boys in the living room, follow us. We'll get you all taken care of. Dump the cigarette. I'll finish yep. my cigarette. Go back I don't care how old he is. I'm still giving the guy in the bathrobe a decently wide berth. Okay. He doesn't mind. And... The whole time I've been out here, like uh, until they came, until they came out, the whole time I was out there, uh, I was sort of like searching my brain for any bit of information I could possibly get about my past, and mm -hmm. just sort of to see what collectively I can recall. Give me an intelligence and resolve. Minus one. 
What did I miss? Um, girls are getting taken upstairs for sleeping arrangements. Guys are sleeping in the living room. Zero successes was my two dots. Which yep. makes it one, which made it a chance die. But... No, not the same as a chance roll. You're not going to get a dramatic failure if you have your own die to spend. That's fair. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, Will will guide you guys, uh, Neo and Nero, into the living room. I'll pull a couple blankets and pillows out from uh, a side linen closet. Acacia, the hobo lumberjack, will uh, take the, the four girls and gesture for y'all to follow. There's a third story to the row house, and uh, there's a little bit of a sitting room up there in a, kind of a, a landing area. She'll drop a, she'll pull a couple of sleeping bags out of a uh, closet. And then uh, she says, and the other two, well, you guys can decide who's where and what and everything, but uh, my room's through here, and uh, there's, I've got some bunks, so. Ooh, how many bunks? I'm going to go and look. Okay, um, so as you go into Acacia's room, there's an immediate smell of pine and cedar as she opens the door. Uh, and there's some very rough-hewn sort of camp bunk, uh, bunk frames in this room. Uh, the, the beds are kind of narrow. There's not going to be a lot of room to turn over. Um, you're not entirely sure Phage would fit even on one of these. Um, but it's set up in a very sort of uh, rural camping sort of motif. Um, everything, it, it, this has wood paneling on the interior as well, but it's not that sort of uh, finishing nail type wood paneling. This is very crafted uh, tongue and groove pine and hickory alternate uh, uh, panel setup for construction. Yeah, and it feels very much like a bunkhouse at a campsite, almost. And there are the top there are four, and total bottom of four then... bunks, right, mm-hmm, in here, um, and there are uh, hiking poles and boots and trail runners and uh, just a whole bunch of sort of just outdoors uh, backcountry sort of equipment. Uh, there's a pair of snowshoes, backpacks. Um, there's a little white gas stove and a whole camping cooking set organized on a on a shelf um yeah everything smells of like linseed oil and wax and you know the the different aromas of various types of wood there's so much room for improvement i call top bunk and i'm gonna run over and try and claim one okay uh i'm gonna see if there's anything even remotely big enough to actually seat me comfortably um there's a couch in the sitting room area that you think you might be able to, to fit on. That the works. bunks are looking a little narrow, but... I'll take the couch, then. I'm going to claim the other top bunk. Okay. Gail will take whatever space is unobtrusive, probably favoring somewhere reasonably small. There's kind of a nook near the couch out in the sitting room. Sure. Uh, the sure. other bunk is 
the other bunk is kind of, I mean, like, you might be able to clear it off, but there's kind of a lot of camping supplies on it. I'm going to leave her stuff wherever it is, um, okay. if there is other options. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are. Um, Will, after pulling out the, the pillows and blankets and directing you guys to, this is the couch that pulls out, or you can just take the floor if you want, he doesn't care. Fixes you both with a look and says, don't come into the kitchen for at least 20 minutes. Deal? Sure. Deal. Solid. And you hear him go into the kitchen, shut a, one of those like a sliding panel doors, accordion doors closed. And then there's just banging pots and pans for what feels like about 15 minutes or so. Hmm. Sounds fun. Yep. You hear the oven slam a couple times, water running. Um, yeah, there's a, just a flurry of activity happening in the kitchen right now. Can I make out what is happening just from sound or smells alone? Um, he's definitely cooking something in there. Okay. So, um... I set up the couch. Is okay. Aca is Acacia still around? Collapse on it. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, she is. Um, as you collapse on the couch, there's a lovely metal bar that hits you, like, right in the kidneys. Uh... <laughs> uh <sighs> But you'll be able to get a night's sleep on this thing. I don't yep. move, but there is a sound. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Acacia's there. So I, I look at Acacia. Um, I'm not sure how I word this, but uh, I'm feeling hungry, not in the normal sense. Not in the, like, I've just eaten, like, eight pounds of food sense, but something else. Oh. Well, I don't quite get it myself. No, I do. Um, so there's a lot of different philosophies on it, and Will or Gilly could probably explain it better. But when we do what we do that humans usually can't do, it takes something out of you, and you kind of have to recharge that on occasion. How? Oh. I can hear this conversation. Yeah. Well, other mundane, non-changeling people have a strange sort of capacity to sort of help us recharge our batteries. And I realized that sounded very sexual when I said it, but it's not generally, or doesn't have to be. I mean, you do you. Um... But yeah, no, any sort of strong, like, emotional reaction to us, we can sort of glean some energy off of it. It's a very weird sort of thing that is weird. I feel like I need a deeper explanation. And you said Will and Gil? Will and Gilly have a little slightly more academic... I mean, like, I can show you how if you need to, but yeah. They... 
you don't have to have an engineering degree to ride a bike, is what I'm saying. All right. Huh. What are you I, good at? I, I I hold up the like crushed empty can of beer food. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> sorry. Let, let me put it to you like Ladies this. Ladies bar crawl? I, that sounds that sounds fun, but let me put it to you like this. I told I, I convinced Bridesmaid over there to have a drink in someone else's house. It, Ladies bar crawl it is. <laughs> okay. Hey okay. I do we need IDs? Uh, oh yes. yeah, I don't think I have Ish. my papers. I I don't think Do we um, have papers? <laughs> If you've got papers, you had a weird time in Arcadia. (laughs) Yeah, no, she's incredibly confused by it. Like, given my, given my various speeds and backgrounds, I'm assuming she remembers you need an ID to get into a bar on some level. Probably, yeah. I would say so. I think I used to have a fake one. I didn't always need one, I don't think. But um it actually, isn't that also I'm still struggling a bit with the remembering things, like for work and money and making Oh yeah, no, those are things you will definitely want to try and establish at some point. Definitely, yeah. Um Oh, fuck, what's that guy's name? Ledger. Ledger is the guy you're going to want to talk to for fake IDs. He's, maybe tomorrow we can we can get you, show you where, yeah, things. Um, Just putting that out there is something that will need to be done at some point. Um, yes. Um, but yeah, jobs. Uh, Joey Hot Sauce, Leaf Finger, maybe. Um... Yeah, Gilly will probably want to talk to you guys about hollow and hedge stuff if you're interested at all in those. Uh, yeah, no, we, we'll we'll get you hooked up with the right people if you need stuff, but you'll have to obviously work your way up to that. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to head out for a drink, and I'll see what I can show you. That sounds great. Okay. Excellent. Um, well, I've got the Explorer keys, so let's go take a look. Okay. Wait, going from a I went from a Civic to a to a to a Accord to an Explorer. <laughs> no, there was no Civic. It was just an Accord and an Explorer. Okay. Okay. So there's two separate vehicles. <laughs> yes. Uh, wait, hold on, because I'm just not about this. What year is it? It's 2017. Oh. What, yeah. what year was I gone? <laughs> That's up to you. Yeah, I know what year I was gone. Um, I haven't dis- I haven't figured this out yet, but yeah. I mean, two of us are still in the uh, two of us are still in the living room. So yeah, Fage is, is like I don't even remember what year I was gone. So let's see if okay the others want to well, go. I want to poke my head in the living room. Uh, well, Gilly doesn't usually, and this is a ladies' bar crawl. Thank you very damn much. Oh, okay. Let's get going. Baby steps. 
Let's let's go to the bar and then invite that kind of people. The guys. Yeah, I, I'm still I'm still working on the whole they're not just there to be thrown in my face as uh candidates um thing. Right. Not everybody's a suitor, girl. Yes. So anyway, let's go. <laughs> let's go have some drinks and get other people drunk. And Acacia grabs a, a key ring out of a little ceramic bowl in her room. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five of us will fit. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. Um, okay. Actually, can any of you drive? Uh, do I have dots in drive? <laughs> I think so. I, I don't... Uh, I, don't even remember a steering wheel, so. Uh, no. I can't. I don't. I once can. Again, I don't know. I, I, I know the word. I can try. Okay. Well, honestly, Gilly's probably going to loan you guys the Explorer for the week anyway, so sure. Who wants them? I will right. try. All right. Do and it. Liss will reach the pedals. Liss is going to be the wheel girl. Awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, well, there's three W's down the way, but that's less of a party scene, more of just kind of like a town tavern, sort of. But fuck it. We'll just drive around until you guys see something that looks fun. Hold on. Have have the has the party um, passed through the living room? Nope. Um, The party is currently still up on the third floor. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're we're crashing in the living room. Did did that other. Uh, Hushabeth, you want to go to the bar? That's what I thought. Okay, bye! Does she always, like, just sit up there and look out the oh, window? Oh, she doesn't talk. Okay. He's, okay, like, okay, like the other guy. Okay. Cool. Yeah, at this point, Neofly is probably just gently playing the guitar. Oh. Something yeah. like So you guys... Go down the two flights of stairs to the uh, the entry foyer right about the time that Will slams the door back open. All right, dinner time. Who wants in? Yes. We're going to go. Hey. <laughs> you just hear, like, groans from the living room. <laughs> All right, table set for however many. Oh. Girls are going out. Okay, the girls are going out. More for us. Let's eat. Save me some. I'll be hungry when I get back. Okay. How many roasts do you need? Uh, I'm sure you can count on one hand. Six it is. Okay. That works. (laughs) I don't know where you guys are going, but bring me back some peanuts, please. Thank you. (laughs) Every bar has peanuts. All right. So the five females tumble out the front door, and yes, there's a beat-up 08 uh, Ford Explorer sitting there, and Liz has the keys. Meanwhile, the gentlemen have gone into the uh, the kitchen, after Nero manages to pry himself out of a pull-out bed. Um, and yeah, there is like a full-size like loaded table, probably took about three or four hours to make this meal, meal set out, which was definitely not there 20 minutes ago when he started cooking. So that was the apocalypse that you were making in this kitchen. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. Like 
Brother, you have seen nothing yet. Try the mash pose. I sit All down right. and begin stuffing my face because I I don't know if this is accurate necessarily mechanically, but I feel like when you're made of fire, you burn energy a lot. So and you haven't eaten for like how many years? I also haven't eaten for several years, and I'm tired. Just oh, 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 oh. yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Just no right. no glamour, no nothing. Just shovel food in face. Sounds good. And and after I get like halfway through the third plate, um, I'm just gonna stop and oh, it's Will, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And sort of look at Will. By the way, um, we're kind of new to this. I say, indicating Fly and myself. Um, I'm not. What? How? There's something missing. Yeah, and, in your brain. Uh, well, <laughs> something Bits else. Of it anyway, right? Yeah. Well, you that, can't remember shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Also, so here's the thing. Also, something else, but feels like something was taken from me, and I guess Nero is feeling the same way. Yeah. Well, you're missing a lot of things, yes. Uh, There's your memories, uh, most of which get caught somewhere in the head, usually, uh, when you get dragged your ass into Arcadia. Uh, Whoever took you there um, mucks with you on a number of different metaphysical levels. And you come back changed. You've got some new things. But in order for there to be space for those new things, a lot of people think they had to take away some of the old things. So, yeah, memories are going to be tough. You're going to remember things that never happened. You're not going to remember things that did. God help you if you run into any of your old friends or family. I mean, unless you were one of the ones lucky enough to not have a fetch left behind in your place, which is basically a fake you that they built so that nobody would notice you were gone. Um, or maybe they didn't leave one, in which case everybody just assumes you either died or disappeared or ran off. Uh, and then if they find you, then there will be lots of uncomfortable questions that you have no way of answering for obvious reasons. Um, so yeah, I mean, my recommendation is usually build something new and try and keep your head down. What if we get back to the hedge? Would we be able to try to get our memories back, or is that going to be with our keepers? Depends. Honestly, there's no there's no cookie cutter for answer for that one. Everybody's situation is different, and <clears throat> um, there are certain places that you can go where sometimes you might be able to recoup some of your lost memories. Sometimes they just come back over time. Sometimes they're just gone. Um, Memories are tricky things. Uh, Yeah. Memories and dreams kind of bleed together a bit. Yeah. Um, When we were in the hedge, I... I have a connection with fire. Oh, yeah. Contracts. So, like, 
way back. We're talking dawn of time, if even time has anything to do with it. Uh, yeah, we, you know, the real operates on science and physics and shit like that for the most part. But the weird, the weird sort of makes those sort of things a little outdated and irrelevant. They function more on agreements, contracts, we call them mostly. Um, and because you're at least part fey yourselves now from all the time you spent in Arcadia, you have a level of access to the same agreements that the Keepers struck with things like fire, uh, animals, darkness, you name it. Somebody made a deal with it and gave it sort of equal exchange opportunity of employment kind of thing to where, yeah, you have levels of influence and control and you can learn more over time, except with cold iron. Nobody makes deals with cold iron. So stay the fuck away from that shit because it will fuck you the hell up. Noted. And... Yeah. Whatever it is that we use to fuel these contracts, how do we get it back? Off of people. Most people call it glamour. It's kind of a abstract energy source tied up in human emotion for some reason. The You may have noticed you've got a slightly less firm grip on your own emotional health currently. That's not entirely Stockholm Syndrome and trauma and kidnapping and abuse and shit. <laughs> I um, had to qualify that one. And I think of emotion as a battery. And the more you employ your contracts, the lower your battery gets. You'll start to feel a little flat. You'll start to feel a little empty. Some people even start to feel a little hungry, which, let me tell you, opens up a whole new can of worms there. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling so, the empty part. So what you do is you go out, you find a average, run-of-the-mill, mundane-as-fuck human being, you provoke a strong emotional response off of them, and you siphon some of that into yourself. Has to be you doing it, though. You can't just go down to Camden Yards and wait for somebody to hit a homer and then steal it off the excitement of the crowd. Gotta be you. So if you go out there and royally piss somebody off, suck some of that anger off. Now, you might end up with a bloody nose as well, but, you know, quid pro quo. Hmm. Is there I, know any... some girl, I know some girls that have worked as strippers. They got glamour coming out their ears. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it comes a little bit easier to them, but how does... How do we do that? Well, you're decent with that, uh, that six string there. Thank you. You go out there, you, yeah, busk a bit. Maybe get some people enjoying their day a little bit more. You can bleed it off a little bit at a time. You can hire yourself out to a funeral or just hang around a graveyard. Play the saddest minor key shit you can. Ruin a couple people's emotional day and grab some sorrow. There's all different ways you can do it. Well, looks like I'm going to have to grab a, grab a couple gigs around the city. 
What about... I mean, hell, you get you get successful enough, you just open your own damn nightclub and headline every night. What about positive feelings? Yeah, those work too. They're a little harder to manufacture for a lot of people, but... I used to help people, so... Yeah, like what kind of help? Can I get a so just looking at him and also kind of at Neo, but not not as much. Uh, can I sort of get that sense that you get when you that that you would be able to get as a, as a as a as a cop of people that don't like cops? Give me a wits and empathy. Because it's you know it's not always it's not always good to say oh I was a cop to people. <laughs> Uh, so just wits minus one. One success. You're not getting a strong feeling off of Will that he has any particular personal aversion to law enforcement. Um, obviously, from what he's said so far... He's somebody who believes that staying under the radar is a good idea, and talking yeah. to cops is usually not the best way to stay under the radar, but hmm. you don't feel like he would necessarily judge you for what you had previously oh, yeah. done. Oh, uh, I was a detective. Hmm. Yeah, that would be hard to try and reestablish. Uh, they usually think like things like background checks and paperwork and things like that. But, yeah, you maybe shift over to a little PI work or something. Get some, get some righteous justice for some people or, you know, hey, I mean, nine times out of ten, it's probably just who's my spouse cheating on me with. But, you can damn well get Still there's going to be a pretty strong emotional reaction to some shit like that, yeah. Well, might, you know, you just go get out that. in a bar fight. Yeah, well. Segway to <laughs> a bar fight. <laughs> so Liz, like you, are dri- you are driving down and there uh-huh. are a number of bars in the area. How are you going to pick which one you're going to? Um... The one with the brightest lights. Okay. Give me a wits and composure then. All right. Plus one, because bars tend to like to advertise. Composure. Two successes. All right. So you are uh, running around town looking for a decent watering hole. Um, and eventually you find a little area on South Broadway down close to the Inner Harbor where there are just bars and bars and bars. Um, and there are a number of different options that you can find. Uh, are you looking for anything in particular? 
particular besides bright lights? Bright lights and whatever name sounds um, lucky to me. All right. Basically. So you've got a choice of two then. You've got Rockwell Mm -hmm. and you've got birds of a feather. We have a bird person with us. Uh, Birds of a feather. All right. Yeah, Lark sees it. She starts, like, hitting the back of the seat. <laughs> 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 that without, one, you pick that one. Without turning, want to also try and gauge um, the sort of personality of the bars, at least the bar we're going to. Um, okay. Because I, I don't know if bar hopping would apply as a specialization here. Actually, that's socialized, so probably not. But... Um, Birds of a Feather is basically, it's another row house that's just uh, several levels of of bar, more or less. Um, seems fairly popular. It's a little cozier. It's not necessarily a party atmosphere, um, but it's it's definitely seems to be fairly, fairly popular. There's street parking all up and down the various alleys and a number of people in and out pretty, pretty regularly. And you said this was like a, a street of like just bars after bar after bar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if one of us doesn't like one of those bars, we can just find a different one. So, you're able to find a parking spot, though. And Acacia jumps out. Well, take your poison. We go into this one first? Yeah. Okay, who's taking point on this? I think I'm better off in like a party drinking environment, so probably someone else. Don't all rush forward at once. If if no one else does, Gail will sort of Mark step, will step forward. Um. Okay. All right. Well, Gail and Lark. Work your magic. All you have to do is provoke a strong emotional response from one of these patrons. Whatever emotion you like. Sometimes it's not what you expect, but, you know, you drink what you drink. So you are standing in front of a busy bar. Are we inside the bar? Currently, you're still on the sidewalk. Okay. I will allow you to make an entrance if you need one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and walk in. Okay. So you come inside. It's fairly crowded. Um, a little bit of music playing. A lot of conversation going on. People in and out. They've got a very broad selection um, of a number of different varieties of alcohol. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's mostly a whiskey bar. Uh, would you say it's crowded? Um, it's pretty crowded, yeah. Is there, um, is there like a microphone or like a karaoke area? Um, not at this one, no. Okay. Um, there is, however, uh, give me a wits and composure minus one. Okay.
One success. One success. Um, so as you push into this crowd, however, you start to hear and realize what you thought originally was simply the music that was being played over uh, uh, the speaker system is actually coming from the back corner, uh, a little ways past the bar, uh, to where there's a guy uh, with a fiddle and another set, another guy with a set of illin pipes who are literally playing some some traditional Irish music in the back of this bar. Uh, and there's a probably a maybe a knot of about seven or eight people who are actually standing around watching while they drink. Everybody else is sort of just enjoying the music as it plays. She's going to go out, and you said there are bars up and down the street, right? Mm-hmm. She's going to see if she can find a bar that has like a, a microphone, like a karaoke type. Okay, bar. sounds good. So give me a... Wits and Streetwise, <clears throat> plus two, because that probably won't be hard to find in this area. Two successes. Okay. So, yeah, you come down the area a little bit, um, and... Uh, just around the corner from Birds of a Feather is the Dog Watch Tavern, and they're having a karaoke night tonight. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, she's going to go in, and she's going to sign up. Okay. Yeah, you've probably got about two or three people in front of you. Um, it seems like most of the activity here is more on the spectator rather than the participator. Participator. Yes, that's the right word. Um, but, yeah, no maybe about five, ten minutes before they're going to call your name. What name do you put down? Uh, she puts down Mark. Okay. So eventually, uh, whoever's emceeing this sort of uh, shenanigans will pick up the, the piece of paper. All right, next up is a Lark. Anybody? Who's? Uh, she'll walk up. Okay. Just... Dial in whatever you want to sing. There's a machine there next to you. Do I recognize any of the songs? Nope. Oh. Awesome. Um, she's just going to pick whatever whatever title makes her laugh. Okay. So you just scroll down through looking at titles, kind of realizing, yeah, you don't really know any of these. There are some older ones that uh, you kind of have a faint recollection of but you know you've been you've been singing different songs for a very long time and delving back into those memories is a little bit like like swimming through a marsh uh but you find something that kind of makes you laugh a little bit when you think about it and you you feel like you may have heard this at some point a while ago but you can't really place it very much but you key that one in and you start Give me a presence and expression. Um, minus one. Can I add my singing to this? Yes, your singing specialty will apply. You can spend willpower on this roll as well if you'd like. So that it would be a flat roll, not a minus. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to spend willpower on this. Okay. What was it? So presence and... Presence and expression. Uh, with spending willpower, you're going to get three extra dice. Yep. So you add three to your pool mod then. Okay. Uh, 
You said it's a minus one. But you got a plus uh, one. For yes, your but you phase, get a plus so. one for your specialty, so that'll wash. So you'll okay. just get the, the three to the. Um... Ah! Wow, so, with ten dice. That was awful. <sighs> yeah. That's not even showing up for me yet. So. Oh. Uh, Zero successes. So, yeah. so yeah, you sing and you do your best, but you definitely are having trouble working your way through the words. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you almost find yourself as as the melody catches you, which is pretty easy for you to pick up on. Almost dropping in other words that make more sense to you, but that would absolutely fly against the the audience's participants and you get a couple idle polite claps but no uh no real strong reaction one way or the other with that one right um she is going to um she's going to stay on the stage she's going to pick another song and keep going okay all right uh this time it'll be at an additional minus one because the crowd the crowd is a little bored um but you Kind of grit your your teeth, dial in another one. There we and, go. Hey, exceptional five successes. Right, and this time you decide. Don't forget to spend that second point of willpower. Um, that no, you are going to power your way through this one, no matter what. And by the time that second bar hits, you have this audience in the palm of your hand. Now, there's only about twenty of them there. Um, but you manage to just cultivate and you're paying attention to the words this time. You're focusing in and you, you're feeling the underlying emotion of this song. And at the end, there's like five or six people on their feet giving you a, giving you a hand. And you can pull in five glamour off that roll. Awesome. So that's what everybody else sees as you follow Lark into this uh, Dog Watch Tavern. There's a number of people at the bar, though. Probably about a good half the clientele is is watching a whatever sporting event is happening on the televisions at this at this time. What are the rest of you doing here? Um, while I'm looking around uh, on the street, do I see any bar that looks more like a partying scene? Um, as far as that goes. The main thing you would probably see, most of these don't look necessarily party so much as sports bars and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You've got the green turtle a little ways down across the block. That's probably the closest thing you'd have to kind of like a raucous crowd. All right, well, uh, better try something than nothing, so head over to that one. Okay. It's more of a sports bar kind of kind of place. Uh, fair Fair representation in the restaurant section as well. It's not just alcohol. Alright. Is there anyone who seems like they're just kind of out of place? Like they're not having a good time? Like they're probably their friend ditched them here or something? Uh, Give me a wits and empathy. And in this bar, plus one. (laughs) (laughs) One success. Uh, you see a girl probably 
probably mid twenties, sitting off uh, in a group of basically six or seven guys who are all yelling at a television. She looks like she's probably or the girlfriend of one of them who decided to come out tonight and is just like, this is not my scene. This is not my thing. These guys are dumb. Why does my boyfriend like sports so much? I can't stand this. I wish I was somewhere else with people who actually were my type of people. Uh, so while, while they're sort of like... Uh, she's on her phone. Like, yeah. Yeah. While, while, while they're sort of, like, yelling at the TV, I just kind of lean over the back of the seat and just not having a good time. She kind of jumps a little bit. Give me a presence and... Socialize? Socialize, yes. Uh, just bar, I'm yeah, assuming bar just, applies to just this. Flat. <laughs> just flat, but yes, and your, your, your bar specialty will apply to this. All right. So that's going to be plus the one. Four successes. After her initial shock of, oh, God, somebody just, like, talked in my ear in this bar. She looks up at you and go I'm ahead and describe face. your mask. <laughs> uh, so Phage herself is about seven foot six hundred. Her mask is only about six foot three hundred. So... It's she's still a very much a large woman in all respects of the word, but she's definitely a sort of a, a friendlier face. She's got that that constant knowing smile. Her hair goes from a, a dark brown to a sort of a raven black. Uh, her eyes are still a bright green. They don't have the flecks of gold or the black sclera that are in her normal that are in her normal mean. Uh, but she's still got those very Irish green eyes, and she just is got that sort of. This person is kind of exudes friendly. And the girl that you're talking to definitely kind of kind of vibes onto that. She kind of rolls her eyes at this knot of uh, you know, more or less frat guys that she's in the in the middle of, but definitely cheating to the to the edge. I was just gonna come hang out, but you know, they're entertained, I guess. Oh, they don't seem to be paying any attention to you. It is what it is. What about you? What's your... Okay. And she kind of hooks her little clutch over her shoulder. She's, She's definitely smaller by a factor of probably two or three than you. Um, and And trips over to the bar behind you. You said I, I have I have a dot of resources right now, right? Yes, you do. So I should I should be able to get a drink or two for us. Yes, definitely. Yeah, no, you can you can definitely pay for at least a round or two. Um, she is a surprisingly hard drinker. Like you're expecting maybe you know like a beer or a margarita or something. She goes she goes directly for like a triple whiskey sour. Um, That's a keeper. Yeah. Ah. I like you. You go for the strong stuff. Night's young, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll match her. Okay. Um, go ahead, then, over the course of the next half hour or so, um, as you're socializing, give me a manipulation and socialize. Do I get to add my harvest dice to this? 
Uh, yes. And you get to add your harvest dice. I get to have my bar die as well? Um, not for this one. Yeah, that one worked for the first one, but now okay. it's just a more generalized okay, kind of so setup. Four, three, seven, six, ten total. Or rather, manipulation socialized plus three. You know what? I will spend a willpower on this because I want this person to be my friend. So Okay. Three successes. Okay. So you glean three glean back. Glean three glamour of, you know, middling, you know, uh good natured frustration and a little bit of just old fashioned self abandonment on occasion. Um uh, as you I'm, guys are drinking. I'm make, I'm trying to make sure that there's also plenty of food on the table so that you know sure. like feel free to eat something. No, she'll 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 stand a round of appetizers as well uh, for her own part um, to contribute. And yeah, she uh, she seems to be enjoying herself much more now. Gail, have I, have I gotten her name in all of this? Paige. Paige. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, we're split up between like four different bars at this point. At this point, you really are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, then I'm not necessarily sticking. Everyone was in the same place. I'd be sticking to that, but um, in that case, God, uh, Gail's probably going for um, you know, simple comfort. She's going for somewhere that um, she can. If there's somewhere where dancing is happening? Um, it's a little difficult to find. You do have to wander down an extra block or two. But yeah, you'll be able to find some. I was going to say, um, I also do have a barfly merit, which should make it a little easier for yep. me to find. Um, yeah, no, with with so your barfly and, and just looking around, um, Acacia is actually going to stick with you. Okay. Um, but yeah, and she'll follow you, just kind of giving you a little bit of chit chat here and there of where you are, what you can find nearby, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, you guys eventually find your way down to a, just a, a little tiny kind of hole in the wall dance club. So my, the kind of place that instinctively is my kind of place. Right. Pretty Um, much. Okay. I. If I can find someone there who um, seem eh, probably pick out someone specific to start dancing with, then roll me a d10. Oh, oh. Ah, sorry, four. Okay. Um. So as you come in, there's some some EDM going on, necessary, you know, of course, flashing lights, lasers, a little bit of smoke machine, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and the crowd is enthusiastic, if not large. Um, but yeah, you're able to uh, work your way in and you start to realize that whoever's running this music definitely probably operates at a caliber a little above what you'd expect from the surroundings and venue that they're currently engaged in um but everybody seems to be having a good time everybody's having a lot of fun and then give me a wits and composure 
Four successes. And then something catches your eye about halfway across the dance floor. There's a shock of blue pixie cut hair with antlers rising out of it. Tiny little ones with just a little bit of velvet on the tips. And whoever's dancing right over there has cleared a space around herself. She is inhumanly graceful, has impeccable balance, and isn't so much dancing to the music as dancing with the music. So this is her turf. She doesn't notice you at all yet. She's, she's like the eye in this hurricane of other dancers around her. Um, anybody on the interior wall of that can't look away from this individual dancer. And you are catching that they, of course, probably only see her mask. But she is very well-practiced at whatever it is that she's doing in this crowd. You've also found somebody to dance with yourself, however, who's a little bit off to the side and, and isn't caught in this, well, this, this glamour swirl. I'm, I'm going to try and focus on them, not take her swirl away from her at all. Just Okay. Uh, why am I in someone else's territory, damn it? Because, it's because you rolled a four down. on your D10 is why. <laughs> and then you got four <laughs> successes on your observation roll. And also because it's time to throw Fine. down. Actually, um, if it's not too late, Gail's going to, seeing that sort of change her game plan a little bit. Okay. Dance at least casually. Um, but sort of... Um, Here's her plan. She's going to try and pick out probably two people that are looking to either score or be with someone, socially interact with someone they didn't come with. Okay. Uh, Somebody who's looking for a pickup, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. She's looking to see if there's at least two of them that she can notice in the area. Okay. Catch um, the eye. Oh. Cast that would, the that wouldn't be too them. difficult. Yep. Right. And then go to the other one. Okay. So are you attempting to basically inflict uh, or you're attempting to prompt jealousy on behalf of the well, other one? Or? Jealousy from that one, confidence from the one she goes to. Um, okay. Give me a something that might be a strong emotion. Give me a manipulation and socialize. Okay. Manipulation and socialize, and I'm assuming that this falls within my. Um, oh yeah. Kit. Um, this is right in your wheelhouse. Wait, that's on the manipulation. And socialize. Damn it, wits keep. For some reason, my character sheet wits doesn't want to be unclicked. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it takes a second. So I get nine again, and then um, if this is socialized, do I get bar hopping the extra die or no? Uh, no. Okay. Because this is less of a bar, more of a club. Three six successes. Okay. So yeah, um, as you kind of swan into this crowd a little bit, trying to space yourself more or less equidistantly from all of the eyes that are just kind of watching, looking for opportunity, you manage to catch a couple glances from individuals, and then you are able to position yourself to where two guys lock eyes with you, and then with each other, and then back at you. And you, with that perfectly distracted... I wasn't really paying attention to either of you, and oh, there's somebody. I'll just wander over that way without it looking deliberate at all. And you can you can feel that sort of burn in the throat of the guy that you're walking away from. Okay. So there's three glamour for you. Taste the flower drugs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Aaron is the best fairest. Okay. Um, <laughs> and Liss, what are you up to? Liss is so out of an element. This is great. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do. Um, I'm, I'm, it's been a really long time since I've talked to people. Uh, so, um, I'm gonna sit at this first bar that we probably came to okay. and um sit there a bit and I eventually get th- it, there wasn't t- uh, TV or anything playing on the um uh, at birds of a feather one. no there yeah. wasn't no no there's was just some music mm-hmm. that was playing um so I'm like listening to that. I'm seeing, watching to see if anything happens with that. Um, and probably like start tracing stuff on the tabletop because I get bored and okay. fidgety. Um, and like people watching right now to see if anyone looks as confused and out of their like in the deep end as I feel right now. Okay. Give me a wits and empathy then. Okay. Good cuz empathy is really what no empathy is really the only <laughs> good social one I have. It's great. Wits and empathy. Do do do. Um yep. Oh, uh, and I think something was that. I want to double check. So don't get... Okay, that's pretty. Cool. One success. Okay. Uh, You don't notice anybody who seems very out of their element, per se. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You do notice, however, that there are definitely certain individuals who are drinking on purpose. Mm-hmm. With that sort of, I am going to get to the bottom of this glass and probably four more if it kills me because I need to be drunk. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I go over to the nearest looking one. 
He's probably late thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, button down slacks, loafers. The tie is sort of pulled loose. Um, cuffs are unbuttoned and very slightly rolled up. And yeah, this this is a man who is drinking to alter his state of mind as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and I go over and um, I I go over to the bar and get another like set of drinks and I head over there and just okay. set it down next to him. And what's, don't, what's your mask look like? Uh, I look fairly young. Like I look like I'm barely allowed to be in here. Uh, like just 21. Um, and definitely not dressed for not dressed as fancy as loafers. Um, <laughs> I think list wears like, uh, definitely cargo pants of some sort because there's a lot of pockets there and that that seems uh-huh. very practical and great uh and probably a sh- t-shirt that might have unidentified unidentifiable stains on it because i've been helping patch up <laughs> nero <laughs> so, <laughs> i look weird yes you do mm-hmm. and even through the sort of bleary haze of his almost completely wasted gaze, he kind of looks you over. Who the fuck are you? I don't know, but you look like you need it. And I point at the drink. Make a manipulation (laughs) and socialize. Because that could be misconstrued. Manipulation and socialize. Uh, <laughs> the drink is not the first place I went to at that uh, Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I don't know, but you look like you need. Socialize. <laughs> uh, that's a chance roll for me. Okay. Make yourself right. a chance roll then. Uh huh. This is how. Uh, let's see. This is yeah. how you die. <laughs> You you just happened to approach the yeah. mass murderer. <laughs> Zero successes. He looks at the drink, looks at you, looks at his own. Takes the drink. Okay, but now you go away. Okay. <laughs> And finishes the other one and starts in on the one you gave him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I go away. All right. <laughs> this is not working well for this. <laughs> Meanwhile, a little ways deeper into the city, Nero and Neo have just finished a hella dinner. <laughs> hella dinner. Hella dinner, yeah. And Will kind of stretches. The pipe is definitely out at this point. Well, I'm going to turn in for the night. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning, assuming you survive. Oh, where's the bathroom? Literally right there. <laughs> I didn't notice it when I walked through because I went straight out the back. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> I turn. Thanks. 
And I'm gonna no go problem. Night, boys. Have a good night. Thanks for the guitar again, by the way. Don't mention it. Ever again. <laughs> um, and sort of once I get in the bathroom, close it all behind me, lock it, and then sort of look at myself in the mirror. Okay. What do you see? Um, well, aside from looking like a hobo because of what I'm dressing, I'm dressed as a very like olive skin tone, uh, undercut black hair with, you know, I like like a few day old uh, five o'clock shadow. Mm-hmm. Well muscled, but with a bullet hole, like like a stitched up <laughs> wound in his shoulder, um, and um. With the blue eyes, same the same sort of blue eyes that he has in his normal form, um, and just sort of reach up and remove the bandage on the shoulder and look at it in the mask. Okay, how bad yeah, does no, it look? It looks it looks pretty rough. I mean it it is it is definitely a a bullet wound. Um, it's. You have to turn, of course, because it didn't go all the way through. Yeah. But as you as you pull that that bandage down and check the back, you know, I mean, it, it's painful to turn your head even just to look, you know. Um, and it's it's going to be a little while before that that heals up. And just sort of, or you can take another sooth step. <laughs> I don't know if I have it. I ate the last one, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I ate the both. Look back at it and just roll the shoulder a bit to see exactly how much motion I have right now. Resolve and stamina, minus however many lethal points of damage you have. Two. All right. So resolve and stamina minus... So, two. one. Minus two. Zero successes. That's actually a one. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't a chance die, so it oh, doesn't yeah. count as a dramatic failure. Okay. But, yeah. No. So, from the other side of the closed door, Neo Healer hears a yelp. Just, ah! <laughs> and then a bang on the wall as I punch it. <laughs> With the good arm. Because that, yeah, because that, that sort of pain immediately that gets the rage. hurt. The, the, the rage reaction. Yep. You all right in there, bud? Mm. Bam, bam. Just punching the <laughs> wall a couple more times. Just to make the make the, make the the good hand hurt so that it draws, <laughs> draws it away. You, you might you might want to lie down or you could just keep... Uh, don't, don't punch a hole. Okay. <laughs> just don't keep playing. <laughs> And just stop punching for a minute. <sighs> and I don't look like. I imagine that. Do I remember what I originally looked like? Because I know this isn't what I look like anymore, but. Do I have any recollections of what I originally looked like? Looking in the mirror? A little bit. You feel like, you know, you're. The facial structure is still the same, more or less. Um. That's not the kind of haircut you used to have, but... And generally, you went around clean-shaven for the most part. The only significant 
change really are the eyes. Yeah. They were brown. Now they're blue. <laughs> yep. Cheekbones might be a little sharper, but that could just be because, you know, you've had very stressful <laughs> existence for the past few years at least. Do I know where any of the homeless shelters are around here? You could go look. Yeah. I think I'm going to go. I'm just going to, like, take a minute to collect the, the to, to put a lid on the anger that the pain has caused. Um, and open the door. Look at Neo. Does Neo look like he's homeless? I mean, he's he's wearing that mask, which you honestly don't know what would happen if he walked out in public with that still on. I point at it because the mask the mask isn't affected by his mask, correct? Not that you can tell per se. I mean, it's probably not going to come across as a very lifelike insect mask. It's probably going to. You feel like, because your own vest, you can see change, you know. And his is probably similar in nature. I'll sort of look at the point at the mask. You probably shouldn't wear that out in public. Well, I haven't had it off for so long, and kind of forgot what my face looks like. If you could excuse me for a second, and I kind of just like... I will will move out of the bathroom so he can go into the bathroom. (laughs) And then I'm going to uh, take my mask off and look in the mirror. Okay. And yeah, as you pull it off, all of a sudden, yeah, there's a human-ish face looking back at you. I mean, you can see your mean underneath it, but as you turn from side to side, your mask, as you as the intent of observation changes, begins to reassert itself. What does is, what is Neo look like when he's wearing his Anthony Miller face? Uh, so Anthony is a man of African-American, uh, African-American descent, a little bit uh, darker skin than mine. Um, long dreadlocks that usually reach down to his shoulders. Um, he usually doesn't wear anything fancy. You know, he, he believes in just like, He's not that one much for fashion. He's more just letting his music speak for him, as as is the case with his mean. Um, really, usually a simple getup, just uh, maybe like a gray shirt or maybe like a hoodie, some jeans and some sneakers. It doesn't matter the combination. Just you know, just a normal looking musician, just trying to get by and trying to do what he loves. That's it. So not homeless. No. Not too much. Star- a starving musician, if I can, yeah. if I can, if I can add that. Look down at my now injured face. A couple cracks across the knuckles. Yeah. You want to go pitch a pity party? I don't know why, but that sounds like a fun idea, and I think I might have just the notes to accompany. Let's go. <laughs> And that is where we're going to end it for tonight. We will pick up with these two nutballs escapades out into the streets of late night Baltimore on Wednesday. All right. Yes, because 
Uh, Changeling is moving to Wednesday night slot. We're gonna be we're gonna be uh, uh, changing over to Wednesday evenings at five thirty Eastern Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, so if you want to uh, be sure to change your schedule on your calendars, for those of you that tune in regularly, uh, in its place, uh, in, in the normal time slot here on Saturday, we're going to be shifting RPG Weekly from Wednesdays to Saturday, and hopefully that means I'm going to be accompanied by some of our other folks that are in, our, that are in my local area, uh, Austin or Holly or William or depending. Uh, probably not William because William works, uh, but... Um, but yeah, we'll, we're, we're going to try to get some, a couple more f- folks on screen for RPG Weekly now that we are shifting uh, time slots. So, look forward to that, and we'll be back with this on Wednesday. And in the meantime, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at FinalShowFilms.com. Uh, if you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. Uh, you can also support us here on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Uh You can support us uh, by uh, subscribing here, because we're our Twitch affiliates, uh, or by donating bits. Speaking of which, thank you for the bits. Earlier in the show, Cat Waterflame uh, donated, I think, 320, wow. 355 bits. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, um, Cat! Also, remember uh, that uh, this is not the end of our uh, of our entertainment gauntlet tonight. Uh Coming up in about an hour, we're going to be playing Pulsar, theoretically, if we can get it working. Uh, basically, think Star Trek Bridge Crew, but with a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing. So look forward to that <laughs> as we try to captain a ship through the stars and not crash into the, and not crash into a star. It's going to be weird. And then after that, uh, so that's going to be coming up in the 11 o'clock slot. After that, at 3 a- at three a.m. tomorrow morning, Eastern Time, we will be doing a uh, one-shot, a fifth edition one-shot in the realm of Tal'Dorei, uh, using the Critical Role campaign guide and being GM'd by the lovely Aaron below me. Um, so that's going to be fun, too. And to wrap up the whole thing, 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, going to 10 a.m. at the end of our 24-hour period, we're going to be coming back with some cards against humanity. Uh, Funny cards. And, by, and with, with an asterisk being that it's, it's whatever the Google Hangouts version of Cards Against Humanity is. But um, effectively... Pretend you're Zuzaga. The, the yeah, it's the... It's pretend you're XYZ. <laughs> yeah, or pretend you're Zizzy. I love the that one. It comes up if you search for online for cards It's so good. Pretend yeah. you're XYZY. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to be doing that, so... Uh, maybe be sure to tune in back for that as well as we wrap up our 24-hour stream. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe below. And as always, we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. 411 Mania is awesome. Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, 411Mania.com. They do stuff. <laughs> Go check them out. This is... This is... As part of the 24-hour stream, we're going to do our big... Our big, like, like long list of thank yous at the end. When we I'm really exhausted. We really should have made, like, an hour-long thank you to all of our endorsement things to go in each of the hours that we don't have stuff in between. We should have, <laughs> but that would have taken planning. Should, so. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. We have next year. No one has to be planning. We'll see you all in an hour. Bye. Bye. Bye.